to another edition of the PegCast. I'm your host, Michael Pagani, joined alongside Niagara Ice Dogs forward, Kevin He. Kevin, welcome to the PegCast. Thank you again for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I guess to start off, uh, how have you been doing recently? Uh, I'm doing, I've been doing okay. I mean, we just got off uh, from a road trip to North Bay and Sudbury. So, yeah, I was pretty tired, but today's an off day. So, yeah. And coming off that three and three, especially the North, you know, North Bay and Sudbury trip, uh, being a rookie, how tough was that to get used to? Yeah, of course. It's definitely like a new change. Um, th- three games in three days, it's no small feat. So you always got to make sure you're always recovering well, eating well, you know, sleeping well, getting some good sleep in. And yeah, it's a lot of details you got to pay attention to for sure. And I assume that you slept a lot today, right? Just after. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Game. I, I slept. Uh, yeah, I did sleep a lot. So. And I assume that you take your rest days and very, like, it's it's a very prioritized, right? Right, yeah. 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 Uh, your most recent game, right, against the North Bay Battalion, uh, how much of the game plan was, like, around neutralizing their offense? Yeah, it's it's been huge. I think uh, we implemented a new system going into it. So I think everyone's just trying to adjust to it and definitely, like, try to shut down the best line. It's definitely something uh, very hard, of course. But I think that's one thing we always had our uh, attention in going into the game. And now your next game against the Hamilton Bulldogs, they're in the playoff or they they will clinch playoffs soon. Obviously the playoffs for you guys is kind of out of the question. So how important is it to take those two points away from them? Yeah, it's a, it's absolutely huge. I mean, I think we got eight games left, but I think just to finish off the season strong and definitely we need those two points. Um, just uh, give it our all towards the end of the season for sure. And getting into your story a bit here, was there a player growing up who you wanted to model your game after? Yeah, actually, um, growing up, I've always worn number 10. I think this year's a new start, so I, that's why I picked number 11. But I would say Pablo Bure. He's uh, one of the older ones. Uh, he's retired now, but he was a player that I loved watching growing up. So did watch you, his highlight clips. And... Did you become a Canucks fan then? Yes, yes, I am a Canucks fan. That's awesome. And it's because you, you grew up in Toronto, so to have that kind of far distant relationship with the team is great. Mm-hmm, right, yeah. And do you see yourself, do you see Pablo Bure in yourself? Um, I think I'm a little bit of a different player than Powell Burry, but I would say like the speed, I think that's something if I could take away that I would say so. Yeah, I really like his speed. Who influenced you to get into hockey? I think my dad. He was a big influence. I mean, uh, I tried different sports growing up for sure. And I really like hockey. Just uh, the feeling of skating down really fast and the wind blowing in, in your face is definitely something uh, I won't forget for sure. The blazing speed going down the wing and scoring. Right. Yeah. Uh, in getting to your career here, uh, you played with the North York Rangers in the G, uh, in 21, 22. What was that season like? Because just prior what, you know, we had the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, it was obviously very hard, like not be able to skate for so long and, but just trying to find different ways, like rollerblades, uh, trying different sports. I was playing basketball with friends a lot, just, you know, going outdoors and really taking advantage of that. That was definitely something new for sure. And especially last season, I was kind of injured uh, for the first half, so I didn't get really get the uh, chance to play. But that's definitely something I've overcome now. That, and you, did you have any kind of worries with the injury, like any setbacks or no? Um, I mean, especially it was my first like major injury, I would say. So it's definitely something new. I it was something I had uh, to get used to and really just try to figure out a plan to move along and try to come back as quick as possible to help my teammates. And that was a big thing, especially drafted, especially OHL Cup, and want to help my, my team as uh, as much as I can. 
One of the cool things is that you played with Kashawn Aitchison and to see yeah, you guys Kishon, both, yeah. yeah, to see yeah. you guys uh, in both in the OHL, that must be something really cool. Oh yeah, he's a beauty. We got a lot of guys drafted too, like another player, Kieran Walton, Sudbury. We got so many guys drafted. Elmes is actually another one on Barry, but just seeing our, you know, my teammates getting drafted and kind of moving along in their journeys, it's been um, it's been quite a ride for sure. Now, have you had kind of any thoughts about dangling Kashawn there, kind of scoring on him? Yeah, I think we play him uh, soon for sure. I think uh, March 18th, maybe. I think we play him in Barry. So that's always something at the back of my mind. I kind of want to get something going, me and Kashawn, maybe some one-on-one situations. But <laughs> <laughs> some <laughs> we'll ISO. See, yeah. yeah, some ISO, yeah. Yo, the sure. teams are going to have to allow that. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> we used to go uh, head-to-head uh, during practice all the time. So why not in Barry? Yeah. Let's talk about your OHO draft here. What was that moment like getting drafted by the Ice Dogs? Yeah, it was uh, actually like on the draft that I actually didn't know exactly where I was going to go. But I was super happy to hear my name called, especially from the Ice Dogs. I know um, I know quite a few players actually from the Ice Dogs when I got drafted. Like Wysik, I actually trained with them at Dream, a program called Dream to Excel a few years before. Uh, I, I knew a few of the guys, so I knew it was going to be a good transition. In. What did you do to celebrate that moment? I was with my family. I think that's the most important thing. I was with my family. Um, I called my my friends, and they were all there, uh, everyone on draft night. And I think we were on FaceTime with, uh, like, hey, Sean, you said, Kieran. And it was good, yeah. Did you always knew? Or did, I guess you kind of didn't know that it was always going to be the Ice Dogs, right? Like, it was kind of a surprise call from the GM. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, yeah. Your first game in your OHO career came against the Mississauga Steelheads. That game went into overtime. So what was that like for you? Yeah, I think um, just even before that, like the pre preseason, I think it was just try to get my feet on me, just try to like um, I didn't I was on. Yeah, I played all six games and I didn't score until my last game. So that was kind of like just try to, you know, test the waters out kind of and just trying to find my game in the OHL. And that was like a hard part for sure. But that first game against Minnesota, I think uh, one of our one of my teammates, line mates, actually Zach Lavoie, had a hat trick against us. So that was uh, wow. quite the performance from him. Yeah, shout out to uh, Lavi. Yeah, exactly. You know your future line mate there, because wasn't he yeah. playing with Miss at the time? Yeah, he was. First game, wow. he scored the hat trick against us. I always I remember that for sure. So to add on to your point about the preseason, then like, can, were you kind of nervous that you hadn't kind of I guess produced offensively on this on the score sheet until the oh, final yeah, 100%. game? Hundred percent. I think, I think a lot of the biggest thing is probably like uh, Copen's at confidence, especially when you go from let's say you know playing like top line minutes and you're kind of testing the walls out, so you may not be getting as much ice time as you would playing that minor midget year, and just really just you know it's new team, new teammates, new relationship, new coaches, new staff, right? So it's really hard, well, to get to know them and try to you know like I said before find your feet, and that's kind of yeah what it was. And you must have been so relieved to get the call or the email that you made the team. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was definitely. I was thrilled. And to get your first OHL goal in your second career OHL game, I mean, like, that's also a huge <laughs> monkey off the back, right? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent, yeah. What was yeah. that What was that moment like for you? I think if I remember correctly, it was, it was against Flint. We were down there for the road trip, and I think Blocker gave it to – gave up. Uh, B-way pass to me. I kind of fan on the shot between me and you. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of fan on it. Five will squeak in, but yeah. And they don't ask was... how you do it. They ask how many, right? Yeah, that's right. It was a surreal moment, though, for sure. 
And well, because like you, and then I'm pretty sure you scored like a few like games later on home ice, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's nice that you kind of got the away experience to score, and then as well, you kind of scored on home ice, you know, with the right. Home crowd yeah, it would have been you. better if I scored home ice first and then away. But uh, yeah, exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the front office for the Ice Dogs was quite active in moving players around. Did that affect the locker room chemistry at all? Um. I would say some somewhat for sure. I think a lot of guys been on this team for a while, like before I got here, and I really got the bond with them a lot. And to this day, I still talk to them. I still te- uh, text them and stuff, so we're pretty close. But, yeah, for sure, it did affect us a little bit. But now I think everyone's really tight, and we got to know everybody on the team really well. So so since the trade deadline, have you have you had any kind of issues generating line chemistry? Um, Not really. I really like my line right now. I was on uh, – I was with the Asadorian and uh, La- Lavi. So that was my line. And I think uh, we produced pretty well. Yeah, and, I really like that. And with all the player movement, I feel like I just want to ask, like, did you ever feel that you were ever going to get moved? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it's always, I think it's always there as a possibility, but I just didn't try to uh, pay too much attention. Just, you know, take it day by day and just put in the work while I'm here. And, leave it Sorry. up to the, the front office like you said yeah because like you, you know you obviously you obviously want to focus on your own game right 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 and you don't want to you don't have all the moves kind of impacting yeah, it yeah. It's so not it's like easy for sure and it's kind of scary you know with all the moves happening and it's like am i next am i not mm-hmm. like is my time right. up? and yeah. you created such a close bond with the group and you're hoping that like yeah. it's a brotherhood there right it definitely is yeah uh, so what was one of the goals you had in mind to accomplish this season? Um, I think really just to find my game and really get uh, just grow and develop on and off the ice, like as a player and as a person off the ice for sure. Just um, like I would say, just yeah, just finding my game and just kind of see like how I could become a more you know trusted player, gaining the trust of the coaches and stuff. Yeah, that was definitely one of my goals. Lots of players deal with stretches of inconsistent play. For you, how important was it to get in the groove offensively? Yeah, it's definitely hard. Like, you know, when you're on a slump, if and like when things are going good, it's going really good, right? But I think just uh, stay grounded. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Just, you know, come into the rink, get ready to work, give in uh, your 110%. And that's just, you know, just day by day, like I said before. Have you played in any Teddy Bear Toss games this year? Yes. What? I actually scored in that. I'm not good. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. What we was that moment like? Bear. That was against North Bay, and uh, we actually won that game. Uh, we beat North Bay 6-2, I believe. I scored two that game. Oh, wow. It was a Teddy Bear Toss, yeah. That Yo, was... Did anyone have any money on who would be the Teddy Bear Toss score? Um, actually, I would... I'm not going to sound cocky, but I think I... um, I had my money on Netter. Okay. On that, yeah. he's a he's a really good, but I think I had uh I still think maybe I could have got the well I I think I got the teddy bear toss and I think I was telling the guys I I might have a good chance here. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yo, yeah. bet on me. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, wh- what was your initial reaction when all the bears started ringing down? Because oh, it was crazy. Like, like even just like uh, the weeks before leading up to that game, everyone was like super excited because that's like really one of the most like surreal moments like the teddy bear toss game like especially imagine scoring that goal and like five thousand fans raining teddy bears on you like that was definitely such a surreal moment and it's something you're going to remember from your junior oh, yeah. career 
for like, sure. It's going to be one of your biggest takeaways when yeah. you look back, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. How did you stay locked in for the game? Because like you mentioned, 5,000 teddy bears. It takes a while for it to clean up. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think just enjoying the moment, the just enjoying the fact that I got to do it with my friends and, and teammates and my family was there watching too that game. So just kind of soak it all in and, so Juan Copeland wanted me to ask you this. What was your celly like when you scored the teddy bear toss goal? <laughs> uh, I really didn't have a celly in mind, but I think I was a little hyper. I was a little excited, definitely. So <laughs> was it really like it was just something I kind of made up in the moment, I would say. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just what felt right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, so I did go to my first teddy bear toss game in Hamilton, and it's actually really embarrassing because uh, the way I'm going to describe it, right? So I'm sitting like 24 Mm -hmm. rows up, and I have my teddy bear with me. So what ended up happening was uh, I finished my exam that morning. (laughs) So then I get my dad to pick me up, and we're almost rushing. Like, it's we're getting close to game time. I'm like, okay. Because I'm I'm sitting with friends, actually. So I have to let them know, like, okay, I might be like five, ten minutes late. Mm -hmm. Anyway, right. I get to my seats and like maybe five minutes pass and th- they score the teddy bear toss goal. All right. So yeah. I, I ended up walking wow. down, like, let's say to the fifth or sixth row. Right. So I, so I had a good angle of getting the bear yeah. over the boards. I didn't want to hit anyone. Right. Yeah. Right. So and I'm filming this because like I want to show my family like what it's all about. So yeah. I ended up having the my phone in my right hand and the teddy bear in my left hand i throw right-handed so yeah, what right. ended up happening so i'm filming this on, on on my camera with my right hand and i throw the teddy bear with my left it hits the back of the glass oh it, yeah i didn't even make it over oh my god that, it was the most embarrassing thing ever and it, so it hits the back of the glass and like the kids that are sitting right behind the glass just ended up tossing it over and yeah. i'm just like oh my god i feel so embarrassed yeah but no, yes yeah, actually- that that's my I picked up one of the teddy bears. It's still in my room right now. Yeah, oh, really? A souvenir, yeah. Wow. Teddy bears, yeah. Well, there you go. I think uh, I, it was my first time, so obviously didn't know the drill. And I think all the big ones got taken. Already, uh, some of the guys already took it. So, well, it's funny because Ben West, who I went to high school with, the goalie for the Barry Colts, right? Yeah. He was telling me that. I don't know what teddy bear toss game it was, but he was backup goalie that time and he was getting hit with bears. <laughs> yeah. Like people, wow. And I joked with him like, Oh, people must've been targeting you. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Was... But that's why the teddy bear toss is just one of the marquee events on the OHL. Oh Power. yeah. hundred percent. It's, it, it's so sick. It's, yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, and my next question to continue this, uh, you know, the team is very young going into the home stretch of the season. What's the message right now? Um, I think right now going to the home stretch, it's just eight games left, put everything on the line, just, um, just work your butt off and just really f- try to finish the season as best as we can and finish strong. And that'll give us a good push for next year. Now, Niagara next year, right? They put a bid in for the Memorial cup. What would it right. mean to host it? It would. It would be such like it would be so amazing. I can't even describe it. if we can host a Moral Cup. That would be so amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing because it would be your it would second be so year. Sick. Yeah, it would be my second year. Oh yeah. man, that's it, like a dream come true. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And like, because I'm from the Hamilton area, right? So I've never, I've actually never been to the Niagara Ice Dogs Arena, but I heard it's really nice. Oh, the Marine Center, it's so sick. It's we have yeah. like five thousand seats. It's it's I love it. It's such a beautiful rig. 
Uh, so obviously next year it could be a big year with Niagara hosting it, but for you individually, you have the chance to get drafted. What are you going to work on to ensure that happens? Um, I think I've been working with a lot of coaches back home in Toronto. That's where I'm from. And I think really just um, work on all aspects of the game. I think that's a big one. Just make sure that, you know, try to uh, balance everything out, I would say. And especially just maintaining my fitness, getting my physical kind of aspects up for sure. What's your typical game day routine? Um, I don't, don't really have like the most like set routine, I would say, on the team. But game day, I usually go to school. Like most game days, I actually have school in the uh, in the morning, so that kind of does like mess me up a little bit. So I would go to school, I'll go home, and then when I go home, I have maybe two three hours to rest. Yeah, so I'll try to take a like a pregame nap. Big and, pregame nap guy. Oh, he um not not actually not that oh, big really? of a pregame. Yeah, sometimes I can't fall asleep. I just lay in my bed and just and I'll just I don't know watch Netflix, chill, relax. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> So I don't know. I just have a hard time falling asleep during the day. But sometimes if I could, I'll try to take a pregame nap and then eat and then get picked up for the game. It's funny because like a lot of players, when they talk about their draft day, it's it, they always find out at school that they had that they got drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I just find that hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, is, hey, yeah. hey, sorry, I, I have to use my phone. The Niagara Ice Dogs GM's calling me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny just with your classmates and you get a call from the jelly. Yeah, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing possible. Mm-hmm. Um what's who who do you think is the hardest player to defend and why? Hardest player? Um one player I actually like. Well, one player from Barry actually. Um Cardwell. Yeah, uh he's, he's a, yeah, he is pretty sick. And then I would say another one would probably be a Denny Gore. On Owen Sound, yeah. Uh, when we played against Owen Sound, like you could notice him, like he's like he's nasty, like he's gross. Like some things he do, like his one hand, like he would pick up the puck with one hand on the stick. Like some like the small details, like if you really pay attention and you break down on everything he does in the game, it's it's really impressive. Like if you just watch him, like I kept my eyes on him during the shifts that he was on, and I was on the bench. Like just the way he thinks of the game, it's really impressive to me for sure. Yeah, you're probably happy definitely that you were on the bench. <laughs> Yeah, like defending him is definitely it's gonna be really hard. He uses his uh, teammates so well too. So he does. Yeah, it's always hard. And Owen Sound, they're a really fast paced team and they're aggressive. Like they got all five guys moving around in the zone, so that's definitely a hard team to play against for sure. And that can really mess up the defensive structure, mm-hmm. which can lead yep. to penalties. Right? They're just so right. good that way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a huge factor for sure. What has been your favorite OHL arena to travel to? Um, I think pretty easy one. Uh, London. Yes. You got a sick rank. I mean, it's, I think every player loves to go to London for sure. They got a sick rank over there, but I really like the uh, Marina Center where, where we play. We definitely got a really good, nice rank as well. Well, cause London, like they sell out on a consistent basis. Right? Oh yeah. When we were there, it was pretty like, I think was it almost 10,000 fans. It was uh, pretty good. Yeah. How about your least favorite? <laughs> least favorite? Yeah. Um, I don't, I probably Sudbury actually. Yeah. That drive, that drive is brutal. It's egregious. It's, it's gross. The drive is bad. Just, I don't know. There's just something about that rink. I don't really like it's, I think one of the oldest rinks in the league too. It's yeah. I asked my friends, like a lot of them say like Owen sound or like, 
things like that but well, I, I heard know. Owen Sound has really weird like corner boards yeah that's true yeah so that's that's the kind of drift that I'm getting as right. to why people don't really like playing there yeah but with me I, I did score that game so I'll give him credit I did score in uh, Sudbury as well but I just don't like the Sudbury ring and that wolf that go- crosses uh, that goes around I don't know if you heard about that when they score there's like a wolf that goes around uh, on top of the ring so it's a, it's a myth yeah yeah. What do you spend your off seasons doing? Uh, I would say working out. Either working out or spending some time with friends. I think we go to, um, yeah, just hang out, play basketball. I usually hang out with my neighbors too. Like they're pretty sick. And, Is yeah, it a big basketball and not a big golf? Because a lot of hockey players golf. Like from I'm what actually I've not a, with. the biggest golfer actually. I'm not a big golf guy. Yeah. I I'm just big into mini putting. That's it. Oh yeah, I like mini putting too. <laughs> yeah, catch me on the mini golf course, not the driving. <laughs> oh, swimming range. too. I swim a bit. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. As we're closing off this interview here, do you have any advice for younger hockey players? Um, I think the biggest thing going into OHL for younger players that are getting drafted, in my opinion, would be confidence. Actually, like Copeland said, because it's just such a big switch. Like. Um, just in all aspects of life, really, you, you take a look at the hockey component, you're not getting as much ice time, like, as you would, you know, playing your minor midget, right? Like a lot of high talented, you know, high talented prospects come into the league and they don't get the, the first line minutes. They don't get the first power play. So that's definitely, and then it's like, it's hard to produce, right? If you're on the fourth line, you gain like fourth line minutes. It's hard to produce on that line. And you're like, oh, well, I was you know, such a good player in minor major, like, why is it not transitioning and stuff? But I think just, you know, just work hard and don't really focus on things that you can't control. And even just the change, like going to Ocho, like living with a bill of family, like those things, like social life, it can always affect, you know, not just on the ice, right? There's a lot of factors off the ice as well. But I think just having the confidence and just, you know, do your own thing and just make sure you get better every day. And that's, I think, the biggest takeaway. Awesome. Well, I'd like to thank again, Kevin He for joining me on today's podcast. Thank you again, Kevin. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.